Hello people you're listening to stories by Sneha I am Sneha Atrekar your host and the writer of this series Our story today is Above Ground This October heat the AC in my room is so overworked these days my room smells of some weird gas I told Ashok to get it checked but he pays no heed to me so I haven't switched on the AC for 2 days now I barely get sleep at night the fan makes so much noise when it rotates Ashok isn't getting that checked either I told him it's not been functioning well he doesn't care All he cares about is that Hema he keeps frequenting her room yet another source of noise in the night keeping me awake I'm telling you that Hema is one It was extremely hot this afternoon I so wanted to sleep but I feel so scared If I switch on the AC it may just leak some more gas and what if that gas is inflammable I can't sleep with the fan switched on. They need to inspect the nuts and bolts on its wings. Streams of sweat were running down my back. They haven't given me another book since so long. I finished reading this book here for the 117th time this afternoon. The heat became unbearable around 3 o'clock. My head began hurting. sweat drenched my hair so i went in for a shower it was such a relief to feel the cold water trickling down my body the whole bathroom was filled with steam rising out of my body ah this soothing aroma of clairs sometimes i wonder if it's just childhood nostalgia about the scent of that soap and then it began the minute i turned off the shower i heard the din it sounded like someone was lugging a heavy bag the screeching of its wheel on the floor it was deafening even after i had placed both my palms on my ears i could hear the noise loud and clear a minute later the screeching stopped and then that silence i could hear the vacuum in it it's like the sound of a huge bell that once rung doesn't stop reverberating the only other sound i could hear now was that of my own breath once i had found it back I knew what was going to happen next. They do that every afternoon. I wore my clothes in a jiffy and went slow on the knob of the door. Outside it was pitch dark. But had I stayed inside, they would lock me there forever. I had to step out of the shower. I walked ahead of me through the corridor that leads towards the auditorium. I kept my eyes lowered but I knew they were watching me 
With every step I took, above my head I could see that faint ray of light, and it kept falling on the path ahead of me. They wanted me to keep walking. I obeyed. With every step I took, I could feel their warmth just about a foot above my head. They never speak. But if I don't do as they say, I know they will do something really bad to me, to this place, to all of us. When I reached near the auditorium, the light brightened suddenly. An indistinct shadow fell on the wall on my right. I watched it. I could not make head nor tail out of it. The figure seemed so distorted. I kept staring. As I tried to observe the shadow on my right, a second shadow fell on my left side. I froze. I could no longer not want to check what was above me. My heart raced frantically inside me, and I slowly turned my eyes towards the light that shone from above my head. A flash of light struck me next, like a rigid bolt of lightning, and I was thrown down on the floor. I got up quickly as I saw the shadows reaching out for me, and I ran. I didn't look back, but somehow I knew they were dodging me. I screamed, but then something like a long and dark flowing veil fell on my face, and I could just not hear myself anymore. I ran and ran then, until my feet gave up. I reached Doctor Singh's cabin and flung the door open. What I saw next, I couldn't believe my eyes. Doctor Singh was seated with one of them. The minute they saw me enter the cabin, the thing attacked me. It flew right above my head and hurled a blow on the back of my head, making me fall on my face on the ground. My bath towel, which was still in my hand, it saved me from major injuries, but still got stained with the blood. That oozed out of my nose. Next, I saw the thing dash out of the cabin. The air above its chair split apart to make way for it, and it disappeared into the slit. Above ground. It's what they call their place. I have heard Doctor Singh talking into the air about it multiple times. I really don't know what they are called. Doctor Singh knows. He knows them. He's been keeping their secrets, Sunil. Every time I experience them, Doctor Singh creates a scene, telling everyone that I am the one who is weird, and injects me with some drug to induce sleep. Please get me out of here, Sunil. I'm begging of you. Janvi wept bitterly. From behind the bars that stood between her husband and her, Sunil took a step away from her, stunned at the hysteria, as she began to bang her palms first and then her head on the iron bars of her room, 
in an attempt to break free and out of the prison. A few attendants came ahead to control the woman, followed by Dr. Singh, who injected her with the sleep-inducing drug again. Sunil watched helplessly as his wife began losing her conscience and was helped into the bed by one of the helpers. Dr. Singh gestured that it was okay for Sunil to step inside the room as Janvi was sedated now and apparently harmless. As she lay heavily on the bed, she continued to plead to Sunil. I'm not retarded, Sunil. They're keeping me here only for the funds. Trust me. Dr. Singh knows everything about those people. About above ground. Please don't leave me alone here. These people will make me mad. Saying so, Janvi fell asleep. Sunil got up from the side of her bed and walked around the room. In her days, Janvi had been a best-selling author of several books. He found her last book lying on the table right beside her bed. 117 times? He pulled out a new book from his handbag and replaced the one that lay exploited on the table. With a last look at his pale wife, he walked out disheartened out of the room and out of Kasoni Mental Asylum. A blood-stained bath towel swayed on the clothesline in the corner of Janvi's room, as unnoticed as the October breeze that was swaying it. Hey, I hope you like the story. If you like this podcast, don't forget to reach out to me with your feedback. You can follow me on my Instagram handle at T-H-E-D-A-G-A-T-H-I-S-T. If you have a story to tell, drop me an email on storiesbysneha at gmail.com. I'll see you soon with the next story, only on Stories by Sneha. Bye.